All right, Ryan. So we got something to talk about, bro. <sighs> Man, it's a it's, it's a, a tough it's situation. A, it's a double edged sword. You know what I mean? Pa- it's pain and it's relief, brother. That's what we the lost a roommate is. today. I'll just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get out there. We lost a roommate today, guys. We lost our fourth roommate. There's been a mouse living in our house for three months. Oh my god! And yeah, his name his name was Raheem. He was a good brother. You know what I mean? But the motherfucker pooped like all over shit. Yeah, and he shit then until he started shitting on niggas shit. Then he had to get Ra- fucking dealt with. So I'll give you guys a little bit of context. This mouse was running around our house again for three months, as I said, and Ryan really grew a connection to it, gave it a name. You know, I was I was all on board to kill it. I've been laying, you know, uh, you know, mouse poison all over my house for for a while under the fridge. We bought rat traps. It was crazy. Wow. Uh, but uh, as soon as as soon as Ryan found out that he was in people's rooms, that shit was the end right there. The love went out the door, huh? The love yep. went out the door, bro. He, we, we, he used to be in our couch watching TV with us when we oh, didn't know. Are you dead ass? Nah. Yeah. 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 Man, you guys, are, you guys are gross. I used to be sleeping and he used to be you on my chair. You don't need to clean your apartment. Man, oh. our apartment is clean. We live by a mountain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got, that, that was a field mouse that came in, bro. That, yeah. that, that, I didn't know it wasn't a city mouse. <laughs> I'm going to hit you rats with a on the city outside. mouse, nigga. God damn. Rats are on the outside. Mice are on the inside, Troy. Haven't you seen Scary Movie 3? Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. No, that's that Connecticut the- shit. Like, y'all y'all are in the sticks, so I could definitely see how, you know what I mean? Like, a mouse is just going to run up in your spot, take over. Eating your vegan cheese. When I said that the little nigga existed... Both of these niggas looked at me like I'm hallucinating. They didn't take anything I was saying serious. They were just like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yo, you, uh, you said that there was a roach in the apartment. I bought roach poison. And then you're like, yo, there's a rat. There was a roach. Like, yeah, roaches you know too. Yeah. There was a roach. When we moved in, when we moved in during the summertime, like the second week we were at the house, I went to go reach for my towel and there was like a roach on the corner of it. Oh, nah. Ooh, ooh, and I, I was man. like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I feel uh-uh. like we're self-owning a little bit. Let's get back to the mouse. So anyway, so so la- so basically what kept happening is we kept trying to trap him in the living room and he kept running into the kitchen past us, right? And then going under the fridge yeah. and, and then going in the walls wherever you went, right? Mm-hmm. So our roommate finally found that we we tried to we tried so many different times to capture this guy. We put like a piece of like a uh, like poster board in front of it and he pushed it out of the way. We put a beanbag, he found his way around it. Mm-hmm. Last night, our roommate Matt, shout out to Matt for this because he's he's a true one. Mega fucking mind. fucking made a wall of cans like <laughs> 3 feet high. He, he put blankets under all the doors and then he just like, he like, he brought around a broom and he just like shook the couch, shook the chair until finally this thing, he, you know, it was running out in the open. Where Got did it he under find a, it? It was under the couch, ran under the, ran under the couch what? while he was watching TV. <laughs> yeah, he was watching TV and, and it just ran under the couch. So he's like, all right, fuck it. Like we, we know that there's no holes in the living room for him to run into. So let, let's, let's, you know, set up this wall, yeah. capture him. So he he ran around the house with a with a uh, glove. Uh, he was facetiming me while I was at work at like two a.m. Wow. And uh, he was running around chasing with the glove. And finally, he got it under his glove. And he was like, "Yo, let's drive. I'll, I'm gonna go drive it out of town. Like whatever. Like you know, because he's, <laughs> he's vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. He's vegetarian. <laughs> he's you know, a Ryan's vegan. Ryan's a vegan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So he mm-hmm. didn't want to, you know, uh, kill it or whatever. And I was like, "Yo, it's under the glove, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Take your glove off." 
Step on the glove. <laughs> Close your eyes, throw it in the trash. Smash the shit out of it. Close your eyes, throw it in the trash. No words between us. I just see a, I just see a sandal on the glove. Oh, my. Fa- over FaceTime, and I'm just like, I'm like, bro, thank you. No. Weight has been lifted off my shoulders, guys. I can finally <laughs> sleep without a rat. Wow. <laughs> I have a mouse running around. You stomped on my boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yo. have to. That was cruel. That was that cold. shit was cruel. That wow. was cold. That was yeah, cold. As a mediator, as a mediator, I'll, I'll just say it because I know you can't, Ryan. Turn his ass into a pancake. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. to Raheem. Oh, and uh, to, to play it to play us out into the news and the music and all that stuff, I'm gonna play a little song uh, dedicated to Raheem. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Snitches and rats, snitches and rats, snitches and rats. They all get wet. Pussy told on his brother. Pussy, his brother told us. Pussy <laughs> say that they twins. We call them Siamese rats. Oh God, snitches and rats. Snitches and rats. We snatching your jerk and taking your pack. Little bitch, snitches and rats. Pussy, snitches and rats. Pussy cut off his tail and put slurs in his hat. You talk on the internet, we talk in the street. So yeah, like I know in the the failed episode from last week when we when we met up at the retreat that we had, mm-hmm. we talked about Bobby, but since we lost the episode. We got to talk about Bobby again because I'm gonna keep it real. I'm not over it. I think it's great mm-hmm. that he's out. I'm I'm super excited, but I have the same question as everybody else. How is he gonna sound? How is he gonna sound? Right. Yeah. Like, how's he gonna adapt to it? Because let's be real. I mean, like honestly, him coming out of jail, I'm very excited too. My eyes are gonna be glued to his career uh, for the next couple of uh, months. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if he's gonna like still sound like he's like it's still like 2014, you know what I mean? Or like, is he going to like be able to adapt to like the new wave of rap? Like, is he gonna be able to change his style up to sound relevant but also have his classic sound? I think he's gonna be good. I think it's just like a question of like, like, I'm just really wondering like what producer he's gonna wake up with and like literally like how it's gonna sound. Like, Jail I feel like beat. he's still. <laughs> <laughs> Holla at me. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, I, yeah, I mean, I'm like, I, I know it's gonna, I have faith that it's gonna be good just because, like, I trust Bobby, I trust Rowdy, you know what I mean? Like, I think they're surrounded by good people. I think, like, they have, like, you know, the right, the right, the, their heads on their shoulders, like, in the right way. So I don't think, I don't think the music is gonna suffer. I'm just really curious as to just like, what the fuck? Like, is it gonna be like, he's gonna go towards drill? Like, and I'm also curious to see if he's gonna like improve as a rapper because I, I think he's a good rapper right now, but I also like definitely think he like has a lot of growth potential too. So I don't know how you guys feel about that. Do you think in prison, like when people, you know how people like work out in prison and like they get out of prison jacked? Do you think his? Do you think he's been practicing? Like he's been. I mean, writing that rhyme and hundred percent, man. I mean, almost almost every rapper that did a stint said that that at some at some point they just focused like zero in on 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 the. I mean, because you got nothing but you got nothing but time, especially if you're like, especially if you're respected like Bobby. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, you know, Bobby, like, we've been seeing, like, even when he was locked up, he was still releasing music, you know? He was still sending in features right. on voicemails, you know? Right. Like, so he's making so much music that it's overflowing. <laughs> yeah. He has to do voicemail uh, For features. real. I think, Troy, you're absolutely right. Like, um, I think 
we did see that he was releasing music and like that he was continuing to work with his craft. And you know, I just I just hope that like this he he goes into like the uh what's that shit from Dragon Ball Z? The the hyperbolic tra- like no not like the hyperbolic time chamber time chamber where you just like work out and you just like get swole like you know what I mean? Like I hope he's just like was in that like musically. You know what I yeah. mean? It's it's crazy because ever since he's come out, I haven't actually heard his voice. You know what I mean? He he's been behind the mask. He's been almost like in Bernie Sanders mode. You know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> like like hands in the, good, in the coat, crossing his shoulders, like like just like shaking his head. You know what I mean? It's a good tactic though because it's leaving him to look more mysterious. Like it's it's leaving more desired each time. Everybody's like, "Yo, say something, yo, yo, yo," and he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, y'all not gonna hear my first words until I'm until it's official by me." Right. You know what That's I mean? That's true. He's like he's, a lot of like these. He's like a lot of these artists that like almost like Frank Ocean or whatever. Like he comes around once in a while and he'll he'll say something and people listen. You know what I mean? Because he's respected and then plus you know he, again he has a mystique and probably more than most other artists because he's he, we haven't really heard him you know professionally for like you know six years. And the whole thing with that is mm-hmm. like that's what has me worried about his sound a little bit because I think if I remember correctly, Eve on the last episode says something that that stuck to me. It was either in conversation or the last episode, the mm-hmm. the failed one, where drill is getting kind of like a little bit stale right now. There is a good amount of really good drill out right now, but it's like everybody's making a drill sound, and it's mm-hmm. you know like yeah. that Kid Cudi had a drill song for Christ's sake, bro. It's oversaturated, yeah. It's almost like yeah, the new trap. Yeah. It's like Katy Perry's gonna make a drill song next, right? Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like right. I mean, Katy Perry's gonna get the next pop smoke feature. Yeah, like like not like literally not even not even that far out that's of a, possibility. That's a possibility with Fifty Cent, bro. No, I remember yeah. what yeah. I was talking about. We were, I was talking about when they were post post releasing like Pop Smoke's albums. Like I was like, we're gonna keep getting Pop Smoke albums like until until like I don't know the end of the decade. Like with the way that they're gonna keep releasing it. But yeah, I, I think that's like does speak to your point, Ryan, of like. It is like a it's like the new popular sound of rap right now, right? Like it, it in mm-hmm. and it's 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 definitely up for like the mainstream chopping block of it getting stale. Like it it's it's I don't think it's there yet, but I think it's like on that path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless somebody well, once, like once Migos really do trap, oh. it'll be done. Yeah. Oh, as soon as Migos does uh, what does drill? drill? Yeah, does yeah, drill, drill? Yeah, it'll it'll be done, bro. I think they already like, did. They already they did. did. Shake the room, nigga. Oh yeah, well okay, that song is fire. Well, well that was Quavius though. Yeah, that, that was wasn't, uh, that wasn't <laughs> that was uh, full Migos. Thank you for calling him Quavius. That's a wave that needs to be caught on. Quavius. Thank you, Troy. Thank yeah. you, Troy. Good old Quillard. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, that's shake the room. I know it's Quavius by himself, but Shake it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, kind of since we're on the topic of Quavo. Did you guys see the the All Star basketball game last night, dude? He is really good at basketball. Like, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, Qua- Quavo's really sick. good. Yo, these rappers, bro. They 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 just be taking ball, ball lessons in their free time, bro. Shit, not little baby nigga. That dude was bricking everything. <laughs> <laughs> that backboard video. Yo, he bricked a, a free throw. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. Okay, nigga, yeah. He was on a perk on the court. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, dude. Who, who knew? Who, who knew Quavo and Jack Harlow were really that good at basketball? Every time I hear a little baby verse, that's pretty much like the visual that goes with it. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Just him breaking it? Yeah. 
I'm sorry, guys. I know you guys are big little baby fans. No, no disrespect to you guys, your guys' taste or anything, but no, little baby, yeah, his okay. voice, I, something about it, it's so garbly. It's like it's like I like it's just like I don't know something about it, bro. I just Nigga you guys feel like he got Listerine in his throat at all times. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like it sounds like he's recording underwater. It's the auto tune trying to not destroy itself. <laughs> like it's barely <laughs> a game there. Drift your heart. I was like, wow, this is incredible. But but every but. Yeah, yes, indeed. You know what I mean? Like, um, he's gonna fucking blow out the auto tune, bro. His yeah. early shit was really, really good. I really liked it a lot. And, um, you know, Drake yeah. gave him the cosign, obviously, with, um, Pikachu. You know what I mean? And then on, on, on his Instagram and stuff like that, he put that. And then, you know, I haven't liked Little Baby for a really long time, but th- this, this whole Drake shit, like this, uh, this little EP that came out, yeah. you know what I mean? I am surprised <laughs> that I liked Little Baby, Little Baby. Oh, you, you know fucked I mean? with it? I like that's my favorite song on the EP. Surprisingly, I was like, I'm gonna hate this. I little baby is so annoying, right? And mm-hmm. uh, somebody put on Instagram like, oh, listen closely. Like little baby like finally opened his mouth or something like that. And like I'm listening to it, bro, and it's it fucking sounds good. Yeah, he's it, little baby is kind of spitting on the song. Yeah, no, he definitely is spitting on that shit. Like I, I didn't, I didn't think it was a bad verse at all. I didn't think, um, you know, it's it, that's a good segue into like the whole feeling of the Drake shit because it's like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not that. It's bad music. It's not that it's like, you know, a bad verse, but it's like, we just heard that same shit before. Over <laughs> you know what and I mean? over again. Like, we've heard yeah. this. We heard I every mean, single one of these songs. I won't before. say like over and over again, but the, it does kind of sound like, like these three tracks do kind of sound like the B side of dark demo tapes. You, you know what I mean? Where it has like that dark, moody production behind it yeah. and like drake's like flow is very similar to um uh, like a song off of the, like that last uh album you know like but but like i remember you know when ryan told me like i remember we were in the group chat and ryan was like yeah like uh drake's dropping and i was like oh yeah scary hours too and then he mentioned the features on there he was like little baby and rick ross i was like okay like interesting and then it literally only took me like five minutes to be like okay we're gonna get like a fucking like aston martin music like type rick ross vibe and then the fucking you know what i mean uh drake trying to spin on his non-existent ops in Toronto. You know what I mean? For real. Like you just knew, you just knew what it was going to be. I don't know. I, um, I was pleasantly surprised by the entire EP. I, I think I might've liked it the most out of all of us, to be honest with you. Well, Ryan, we can never be friends again. Drake is spicy as fuck. You know what I mean? mean, He's, he's, he's being spicy. He's never spicy. Defend it. Defend it though. I like, I want to hear it. Like I want to hear you out. I want to hear you out. I'm gonna yeah. I, uh, I'm gonna release the review maybe later later today on the page, but um I listened to it with headphones in, you know, focused on my break, and I, and the thing about it is Drake is more specific and more confident in in his and in, in who he is than ever before. Because on Scorpion, you know what I mean? He was just he was like subliminally talking about his child. Yeah, you know he mean? had to it cover like, up his it, child, like but not but but actually like that he, wasn't he made a, he made a track about his kid, but it was like late in the album. And like, and I'm pretty sure, and I saw, early, I actually saw earlier today that it's the least streamed song on the album. So for the most part, people didn't listen to that song. Let's just keep it like 100 percent, right? Yeah. What song it was should, it again? I don't even I know think the Dece- name. December 14th yeah. is the song, right? And yeah. and before that, the whole shit happened with Pusha T, and then he's dissing Pusha T back, and he's like, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's a mess, and and he's just like trying all different styles, and he, to an extent, he does that on this album. But again, he's he get he's getting way more specific, especially on wants and needs. He's talking. He mentions Kanye by name, 
And, you know, of course, the whole rumor is that he fucked, like, Kim Kardashian or whatever. But, like, he's very, he's talking, he's talking about how he's having sex with women on the song. And then he mentions Kanye. And then he's like, oh, I, I want to confess my sins to Kanye, but he won't listen. Everything is very concrete. Okay. I mean, that's, like, a side of it I hadn't considered. Because for me, like, when I was looking at the album, I was just, like, listening. Like, sonically, I was just really taking it in. And I, I it, didn't, it didn't draw my attention. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. in that context, like, I can see, um, like, what, I can see the value. I just, I, I, I gotta listen to it and see if I can feel that same shit. You know what I mean? Like, when he's mm-hmm. talking about it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Like, honestly, like, I, I gotta be with Eve, where, like, sonically, I wasn't too impressed with, with Drake on, on these songs. I mean, I did like the production of, uh, that first song. Was it, uh, once? What's next? Simpson? What's next? I did like that song, uh, it's production, but like, I don't know. I was kind of hoping that like he would have like some bigger names behind the production. Like, you know, um, I want something that's kind of like as big as a nice for what or God's plan. But yeah. that's just like these songs are, aren't at that caliber that we're all used to, you know, for Drake. I mean, I wish for that song you just named What's Next. Um, it, it pretty much like rips off Whole lot of Red, which rips off Pierre. That's what I'm you know saying. What I mean? Yeah. So it, I, it's like Pierre. Why do you just get like, Pierre? You know, right. I mean, Pierre. Pierre costs 100k for a beat. Drake has, you know, Drake drops. Drake 100K can afford that. <laughs> slippers. You know, Drake, Drake drops 100k on a bath, like you know, for his side chick, like every day. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Like, well, like he a new lives in a hotel. Like yeah, right. Like literally. He, like literally, he has. He can make a hundred thousand dollars. Like like me and Ryan make like uh, bells in fucking Animal Crossing. Like two seconds, right? So why doesn't he just? <laughs> why doesn't he just pay Pierre for the fucking beat? You know why? Because, like, I was talking about this with my friend the other day, but I I just think Drake is lazy right now. Like, I think he has been at the top. Uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I think he's been at the top forever. I think he's, like, just made, like, the same kind of music for a long time, and it's been acceptable. I think he's, like, come through. Like, we've seen him come through and pick up smaller artists and, like, get clout off of them. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And we've seen those artists come and go. And it, so it kind of just shows, like, to me that Drake, like, he's not, I don't think he's as tapped in as like as people he, think he, he, he can like i mean he's the he's the he's the guy he should be tapped in but he, i don't think he is like i don't think he i don't think he understands what's going and if he does which like honestly for for like drake has always been tapped in so i can't even say that yeah. like he's not tapped in i'm just saying like he's not he's not moving in those scenes he's only making music for like radio and I, I this is what I guess radio shit is, yeah. I, I feel like More Life was the last time he was actually like putting on artists because he had Jorga Smith on there who I'd never heard of. You know what I mean? Sanfa everybody knows, but you know, Drake Drake put him on. Too. Yeah, and Skepta, exactly. And and yeah. and so I feel like ever since then he's just been, you know, complacent. He had Michael Jackson on, on Scorpion, you know what I mean? Like he had uh, you know what I mean, like City Girls, like these artists that like he didn't put on or anything like that. They're just mm-hmm. like trendy artists, you know what I mean? Oh, I feel like Drake is like that, where he he's not the type of dude to create a wave, but he'll ride somebody else's wave and just like sound better on top of it at the end. Like, yeah, well, that, was, that was his old features. shit, but he doesn't really even do that anymore. Like, he, he did that with I Love McConan, and that was dope. And he, you know, well, I think that's what Drake. he's doing with these features. You no, know, like the one with Lil Durk. You know what I mean? Like, escalated Lil Durk there, but it wasn't. But he wasn't really like like. But he just sounded really good on that track. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like, he sounded better than Lil Durk on that track. Hold on. What do you when you say escalated? What do you mean? Like no one really expects Drake to do anything artistically different than what he's been doing. You know, yeah. where like he's getting so comfortable with this style of just like you know, which which is pretty popular, like luxurious rap. 
yeah. like really heavy uh, production or wise, like some great like beats. But like, yeah, I feel like uh, he's not really kind of pushing the boundary. He's just like getting to the edge of it just to be like, I can do this. But he doesn't do anything so different that we're all just like, wow, like that's really interesting and refreshing and new. At the, on the topic of scary hours, I hear everything that everybody's saying in defense of it. I'm going to say this. I've been listening to Drake in depth for like the past like five, six years. And I've been arguing to death with Ryan, his goatness. And I got to say, bro, like, it is the same shit over and over again. He just always adds little layers of extra spice. Mm-hmm. It's like your mom's mac and cheese, but you instead of like whatever, you added paprika. Like that's what he does. It's it's nothing exactly. different. It's it's really nothing different. It's mm-hmm. nothing. It's nothing to go home about. Yes. It's like it's it's so yes, it's so standard. It's so standard that when he goes like even slightly above standard, it's like damn, that was actually kind of good. It's yeah, like, you're, you're right. He go he goes right to the edge, and he doesn't he doesn't go yeah. Know, like as as Troy was saying, he like, goes right to the edge. Like 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 he could have gotten Pierre right, and that would have made and he could he can make a whole album with Pierre, and then that would that would put Pierre on. And then Pierre could mm-hmm. you know bring up even like uh like Fraser Trail or something like, but it, here's like the could, thing. no one's gonna challenge him on that though <laughs> it but could be a whole wave that he, that he can bring up with Pierre you know what I mean but instead yeah. he 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 makes that song with Twenty One Savage that sounds like Pierre then he makes his own song that sounds like Pierre you know all I'm trying to say is this nigga has not given us any evidence that was coming up is gonna be anything different than before I think the game as a whole is starting to realize that in order to make it you got to have Drake as like a step. Mm-hmm. And oh, the Drake you, effect if, is real. Yeah, yeah. You use the Drake step, and then you go the other way. So at this point, Drake isn't really needed for anything but to be used to up your own game. I don't think that these uh, these these singles oh, are very special. You know what I mean? They're fun to listen to. I think they're more mm-hmm. of a teaser for what's to come. And I hope to God that he just like it just like embraces you know having a good time, being funny. Like he has sex yeah, he's with a, a charismatic bunch of women. guy. Just like rap about that. Like you don't need it. You don't need to shroud it in like, oh, you did me wrong and slow jam this. You know what I mean? And and the other shit is the fake ops and the fake dead niggas. It's like right. where is all this shit coming from, bro? Yeah, you were in Degrassi. Your father was a fucking lawyer. Like you're good, bro. It's okay if you're not about that. Niggas will not be mad at you if you're not about that. We encourage you to talk about not being about that. It's fine. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, though. Like, Drake is, like, he's... Drake's, like, not even, like... I, I don't even think he's in control of his career to a certain degree. Like, he's his own, like... He's, like, set up this image of himself that is just, like, not real. So it's, like... He has to maintain it. Like, he's such a he's such a pop star that it's, like... He can't even... He can't even be real anymore. Like, he's got to maintain this weird image that he's built up over years mm-hmm. of, like... Like, fucking... Like chasing other people's clout, Loki. When I listen to Drake, I listen to fucking Take Care. I listen to like Drake songs. I don't listen to like a Drake being someone else song. Like those for me have zero replay value. So like I don't understand why he invests in that other than fucking just getting a hit, which in my opinion is clout chasing. Yeah. Okay. I can see. I can see that to a certain extent. But in general, what do you? What would you guys grade this EP? Like, if you had to give it a grade. Like, cause I think, I don't think it's that good. I don't even think it's like a C. I almost hate it. I give it double D's. D's. Double D's. D's. Yeah, I give it a, I give it a C minus. Yeah, I think C minus, you know, like, I think, um, it's, it sounds like standard Drake, uh, you know, like standard Drake, but it's not like a club banger standard Drake. I, I should never see a song 
uh, features and already know what the song sounds like, bro. That's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, like, I think Pitchfork, I'm not to shout out Pitchfork because, like, are we like, we don't fuck with them, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they, <laughs> but they had a really good uh, take on Twitter or some shit. They were like, yeah, you've heard this song so many times, you almost don't have to listen to it. I'm like, yeah, I fucking, I have, yeah. like, so the, the only thing with this, it, it is again, it's like spicy or whatever, but it's funny, but it's like. It's almost like a spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's or something. Where it's like, okay, that was good. You know, that was spicy, nice. Okay, and now I throw the wrapper in the trash and I go about my day. That's exactly how I felt about this. I opened it up. I even wrote in my review. I wrote, I won't be coming back to most of this. You know what I mean? For me, yeah. it's like um, I've been noticing, like, um, like online, just like people have been fucking with it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people have. Like, there's been some people like who've been like, yeah, this is like you know, typical Drake, you know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. most people mm-hmm. have been pretty much fucking with it. Academics tweeted out last night, like, Leather yeah, Pepper is a classic! It. Like, he was like, you know no, what I mean? Not. He was like, yeah. But but that's my question, right? Like, my, I guess, like, what do you guys see there being a point where, like, you know, kind of, like, people reach, like, the breaking point with all of this, like, cu- like cap and, like, hype that's around Drake and just kind of see it? Like his work ethic. I mean, excuse me, his body of work for like what it is. Um, uh, no, people will always mm, like no. Drake. <laughs> Literally, yeah, yeah. Until he he's, stops, until he decides to stop making music, he, he he he'll his next album will sell better than his last album. Not because he it's better, it's because he'll find some sort of a weird marketing tactic because he's so, he's so good at trend chasing that it'll literally it'll you know the way that Jay Z like almost it'll like, break uh, the internet. You know, he had title on everybody's phones, and he had um, his album on everybody's phones, and it went platinum automatically. Type yeah. of shit. Drake is just going to get so rich that it'll be if he wants to keep making music, it'll sell out better than his last album. That's the whole thing. And, 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 and in this algorithm money. culture, people will just will you know pick it up and listen to it. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, Drake makes the type of music where you can just like put on like in the background of any party. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and it's like people will just nod their head or like they'll 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 recognize it and be like, oh, it's Drake. Has to be good, like yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. lemon pepper freestyle. That, that's the whole thing, though, because what what y'all were saying before about him being like a pop star, um, he's sort of like, and I'm not trying to be blasphemous here, but like he's almost reaching in terms of stardom, like Michael Jackson levels for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just Bro, like he he's, been, he been he, Michael Jackson. Okay, like, yeah, let's okay. be real. Yeah, like he's getting there. Nah, like, if he's he not there, he's getting there. he's getting there. Yeah. If he's yeah, not there, he's bad, getting there. Even if he makes bad music, people will listen. And, and I mean, how, how close do you guys think? You know, just going back to my Jay Z point, just a little bit. Like, how clo- how close do you think he's is to being like on Jay Z's level, where like he doesn't even really have to drop music; he can just like you know acquire things and no, sell them and, not, like, without bro, anybody knowing, like passing. No, bro, he posted no. a picture of of the heart thing on his head. And everybody talked about it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and that shit was trash. No, nah, I don't think. I don't think. I don't <laughs> he didn't think, even do anything. He just took a picture. I think. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I think Drake and Jay Z should never be in the same conversation. You don't think that he'll ever I, get to Jay Z's level? If I he think, finds a Beyonce, you don't think so? I think Hove makes moves that are so above Drake's head that it would make Drake's head spin. I think that you have whole whole eyes, bro. I think that that's 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 in- <laughs> what with tight. I think like- that since you nigga, listen, listen, listen. I'm she sure doesn't even Drake. Own title anymore. Yeah, he just sold it, which we'll be talking about later. What? But, no, yeah. that's not that's not an L. That's not oh, an L. Yeah. 
It's not an L, nigga. Let me let me get my point across. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And the whole point. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like Jay Z fanatics seem to think the nigga is untouchable. I don't hate. No, I don't fuck with Jay Z. Hold on, there's the yeah, thing. He, he's Here's talking about in terms of wealth and moves. Right? I'm talking about yes. I'm literally. I am not a whole he's fanatic. A I'm just talking about in terms of wealth and moves and his catalog in terms of just like. His best album versus Drake's best album, like he, I think they are just not comparable. You I see don't what I'm know, saying? but I, personally mm. speaking, I'd rather listen to Drake than Ho right now in my life. But yeah, I that, guess, that's, I guess that, so. that's that's a fair point. I'm not I'm not saying Drake's trash. I'm just saying like for me, I'll, I'll I'll take like Reasonable Doubt compared to like you know what I mean, one of Drake's best albums, and then I'll take like Jay Z's biggest moves in business and like changing hip hop. Like, come on, like, 90s Rockefeller, Cristal, like, you know what I mean? Like, so many things mm. in the okay, 90s yeah. that, that, but, that we take for granted nowadays. And it's like, we can't necessarily say that Drake has had the same impact on the culture. Like, are you doing no, anything that Drake is, no, you know what I mean? Like, you, no, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's almost like a no VIP club. Yeah. 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 But, but it, let's not forget, Jay-Z got to the point where he was trend chasing, too. You know what I mean? He was rap- He was singing over dubstep on fucking Watch the Throne. Yeah, no, <laughs> facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> And on, on Blueprint Three, he that was, was a bad you know, time. That was all just electro pop bullshit. He was on he was on so much. That was a bad time. That was a that was a yeah. dark time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So comparably, artistically, they've gotten to the same place. I mean, Take Care is I, I like Take Care about as as much as any Jay Z album. I don't know. Maybe you disagree with me, but I don't know. I just feel like in a, in in the next ten years, I think Drake will. I mean, Jay Z will always be a step ahead of him because he's older and he's he's been in it longer. Facts, facts. I facts. think you know, as he goes along, I think Drake will probably. I mean, he could be on a whole type of level where. I mean, he's still young in his career, you know. Like, mm-hmm. was he in his like thirties, like early? Yeah, 30s I think he's in his mid thirties or mid thirties. Yeah. I, I just yeah. think the, way, the way he moves with the, with the partnerships, you know what I mean? He has a partnership with Nike. Has Chrome Hearts making custom clothing for him and his child? Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, Any, anything, anything he wants, he he gets it. He can like get a sponsorship easily. Like, I feel like he could. I feel like he could make moves in the same way that Jay Z did. Like with this whole, you know, him selling title thing for and, however and much his, he sold it for. And his circle is entirely elite niggas because the whole thing is like you never see him without like a LeBron James or like a fucking like whomever in his with, with him. Like he's making moves. He's just not. It's just not as public with. Was what Jay Z was doing. It's not in the same realm in terms of like the like the actual thing that he's doing. Right. But he can still be number wise. He can still be racking in just as much money. Like we don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the whole I mean, thing is like I, I think Jay Z makes more money than Drake. Let's be real. I mean, I mean, he does. Yeah. 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 We're, I, I, we're yeah, arguing but, that that Jay Z is not making more. Everybody knows. Obviously. I mean, the the motherfucker has a streaming app. You know, he had, he, like he just he sold to. champagne to the, the Louis Vuitton people. You know what I mean? Dude, like he's- I'm so excited for what Hove is about to do in the business world next, dude. It's it, like if him selling titles is, is like for me an indication that he's about to do something else. Everybody's a title is a failure. And yeah. Look at all the money he made. And he made like he made like uh, like nine million for Nicki Minaj or something because she's a part owner. Right. Probably made money for Daft Punk because they were part owners. Jack White. Yeah. You know? Also, did you guys see that Jay-Z is also launching his own weed brand as well? Dude, that's what Hove, bro. Hove is making. Yeah. He's, making he's making moves, moves. bro. Yeah, he <laughs> just created a uh, monogram. The the new company, and uh, he's gonna be selling cannabis and like weed and shit. It's See, that's the thing about me with Hove. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, you know, I don't want to. Like, I'm not trying to just like diss Drake. It's just that for me, like, Hove is like the original like hip hop hustler. Like, he's the first dude who really inspired. Like, he's the first person we've seen really make it to like that billionaire like club where it's like. He's like he he influences like 
that world just mm-hmm. as much as he can influence like pop culture. Yeah, you know I feel I mean? like he sees like the bigger picture, you know. And Drake doesn't really see the bigger picture, unlike Jay Z. Drake, I mean, Jay Z had a had a Dame Dash at the end of the day. That was always the beginning of like what they were doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Drake didn't Definitely. start with making music and that's what he's good at doing but like hove was talking about nah like i was selling and then i was using this to like do x y and z like he was already on making he had that bigger picture since like a kid you know what i mean you heard the bigger picture you know what he's talking about (laughs) all right there we go what's popping everybody this is ryan i hope you enjoy that jack harlow meme but now uh we're gonna get into some new music and to start that segment off, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite new artists out of Australia, and that's Genesis Owasu. For those of you who are unfamiliar with his music, he's uh, closely associated with the kind of underground indie kind of rock scene that's coming out of Australia, boasting artists like Kieran J. Callanan. Um, over the years, Kieran has kind of proved himself to be, you know, not just the one-trick pony with with uh, with the meme songs that he made on Bravado, but he's kind of made more serious cover music. On his last album, Return to Form, and now he's going to come out with a brand new album that's kind of, you know, more of a, more of straightforward rock sound, which I'm actually looking forward to a lot. But in the meantime, he recorded another album with this guy, Genesis Owasu, um, Smiling With No Teeth. This is his debut, and he recorded it basically in the same session of his new album. So all this kind of sounds that you're hearing uh, from Kieran are things that are new, um, like the guitars on the song that I'm about to play, Drown, or on Whipcracker. Or any of that kind of stuff. And Genesis, obviously, man, he's just an incredible talent. Um, he can be a poet in one song, but he can just make an ignorant kind of like fun, you know, going crazy kind of song that's apolitical in the next beat. Then he can go to more of a childish Gambino, Awaken My Love type of sound. Or he can go for like a Death Grips kind of sound or, you know, but he makes it all of his own. It's, it's, it's going for that kind of sound, but he's doing it his own way. And uh, he's very unapologetic about it. And that's what I love about this debut. It's just so many different sounds and, and, and such a diverse, again, just a diverse show of talent from this guy. I can see him being on like a Gorillaz album or he would fit into, you know, like an Avalanche's album, something where there's all types of music and, um, you know, they need a very specific and very animated and very distinct voice. And that's what I think is the most important and the best thing about this album. The best thing that this album has going for is it's just is Genesis. It's his distinct voice and it's his, his distinct perspective on things. It's just incredible. I, I can't say enough good things about this album. So to play us into the next segment, I want to play a song called Drown. Um, excellent song. Excellent song. Um, one of my picks for song of the year is in my top five at this moment. So without further ado, here's Drown featuring Kieran J. Callender.
now that we're entering in, you know, the second year of this pandemic, um, you know, I feel like, you know, we're starting to get a good hand on it. Uh, in fact, like in New York City right now, um, Como is opening up uh, live music venues up to 33% capacity. Not, uh, not, not to interrupt, Troy, but do you think we're getting a good handle on it? Or do you think the government is just <laughs> fucking up and they're just using this as diversions like they did in Texas? What do you think? Um, let's get, I, yeah, let's get I, spicy for a second. Okay. You know what? L- let's do it. I think um, Como and fucking Abbott are both fucking dumbasses. Like, you dickheads. know, dickheads. You know, Como, Como isn't a dumbass, but like he's he's more of a dickhead, oh, he's a dumbass. I guess. He's a dumbass. Well, he you see to, the like, way he was flirting with the staffers, bro? That was some dumbass oh, shit. That was rough. Yeah, it's, you know what's funny? I feel like uh, we're in this weird moment in history where our leaders do something bad and they're just like, all right, don't be mad at me. Now you have less restrictions on COVID. You know, you're welcome. <laughs> See, I'm not that bad. Yeah, it's, it's it's just so transparent the way that they're just like controlling the masses. It's like, oh, uh, uh, okay, we killed a bunch of people with uh, by privatizing the power. Uh, uh, you know, you guys don't have to wear masks anymore. Uh, don't, please, <laughs> no don't, please don't, please don't look me out of office, please. Oh, I'm wow. saving the economy. You know I, I didn't mean? even think about it like that. That is that is a spicy take. I, I'm I'm inclined to. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's safe <laughs> to open music venues at all. I don't think it's safe at all. The pandemic is killing people in New York, Texas, Florida. Yeah, no. Everybody's it's not talking safe. about how they're doing economically well. Look at the top. Look at the top states where people are dying. It's all the ones that is named. No, it's not. It's not safe at all. And yeah, it's, no. I mean, I want live music so fucking bad, bro. Like. New York is the best place to be for live music. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. But, like, it's not. It's just not safe. And it's just going to lead to more and more people getting sick. And this like, this, this never-ending, bro. I'm, I mean, Australia has it right at this at this moment. They, they eradicated COVID with the measures that they did. And now they have people playing live shows. You know what I mean? Like, like this dude, uh, Genesis Owasu, who I've been listening to uh, a lot. This, you know, his album Smiling with No Teeth just came out. And him and Kieran J. Callen and another Australian fucking legend uh, and, and a couple of band members put this awesome fucking album together. And I've been watching their live shows and I'm, I'm just jealous that I, I don't live in Australia because I would love to see those guys live. You know what I mean? I would love to see uh, like like Whipcracker or something like that or like uh, Don't Need You or something like that live. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like and, and, really cool. and feel safe. You know what I mean? Like I would love to just be in a country where I just the government says something and I'm skeptical. But like I know I'm not going to I know I'm not going to kill somebody by going to a concert. Right. Yeah, what was the last thing you guys saw live? I want to say Made in America 2019. Yeah. You know, uh, that was when Travis Scott was uh, the headliner. Like, I think it was him and, like, Cardi B. I think it was those two. And uh, Travis Scott, like, killed it. And, like, you know, and, like, thinking back about it, like, it's crazy how, like, we were in, like, these huge mosh pits of just with people just packed in together at a concert. And now it's just such a foreign concept to us now, you know, like being that close to all these people without masks, you know, sharing drinks, like just yelling in each other's faces. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just sounds so just like, wow, like the culture has really changed. Yeah, no, totally. I think like I, I've been to some smaller venues like SOBs and like just seeing like local artists because my roommates used to be they were they were um, musicians. So like. I would see them perform or like see their friends perform or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the mm-hmm. last like big artist I saw, I think was like Cherry Glazer in Philly. Um, oh, in like a fucking sweaty ass like basement, like in, you know what I mean? Like downtown. Um, and like, yeah, like, like you said, like I can't imagine being that close to somebody again. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Rub it all up on somebody with no mask on. Like what? It's kind of wild to me. <laughs> yeah. It sounds weird now, right? Yeah. 
But all right, let's say we're in a perfect world, right? Like, like the, everybody gets the vaccines today, and by next week, everybody's good. Coronavirus is out of the way. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Ryan real real quick. Uh, who would you want to see live most? Like, out of all the fucking people that you want to see live, is it a Detro- is it a Detroit artist? I bet I bet any amount of money it is. The one thing that I would love to see right now, or the one person I would love to see right now is probably yeah. Yeah, yeah. The money. If you put money down, you won. It's probably Soda Baby. <laughs> it's probably Soda Baby. His concerts look fun, but they're they're very unsafe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's either Soda Baby or his cousin Icewear. Like that's that's it's one of those two. That's it. And maybe uh, Drago and Bino because they go crazy with it. They're all from Detroit. Everybody I just named was from Detroit. Ryan is richer. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I I was really unfamiliar. I mean, Sada Baby, of course. How could you uh, miss him? He just he makes an ass of himself on social media. It's hilarious. And, and he and he's put out a lot of great songs. So obviously, you can't miss him. But I swear, Vezo is somewhere who I just got introduced to by Ryan. So I sent I sent him the Draco the Ruler album because I saw it on Pitchfork or whatever. But um, I was mm-hmm. surprised that I I like that shit, Ryan. You know what I mean? I swear it was really fucking good on that song, on on uh, the new um, uh, Draco the Ruler album. Yeah, so like my whole thing was like I've been showing all of y'all uh, uh, Detroit rap like constantly. Like it's 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 always featured on my Instagram, even though I, like I only have like fucking like ten followers or whatever amount it is. But like I I think right now it has the most genuine sound that it didn't take from anybody else, and. I also think that with the Draco the Ruler album, he might have just said what a new sound for LA is. And I've been really excited for, for y'all to like check it out. And I know Ryan did. I don't know if y'all two did like that. Whether or not you did is cool. Like yeah, I heard just, some of it. yeah it's like it's it's fire, dude. Yeah. It's 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 so fucking good. And I I'd like to he I'd like to see him live, matter of fact. I'm gonna put that there. I'd like to see him live. Yeah. I would I would like to too. Did you guys listen to that uh, album at all? So yeah, no. When I was listening to this and checking it out, I, I realized like I had to, like I have to get into like a different mode sometimes. To listen to West Coast, like you know what I mean, like vibe and shit, um, like SOB, RBA, like that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, this kind of reminds me of of like that of that sound, and I think like the talk to me um, Drake feature is like very ideal, like kind of like what Ryan was saying. Like, it sounds so nice. It's, like, super short. You know what I mean? And it's, like, he's just kind of, like, some nice, like, background. You know what I mean? To, like, elevate the song. Like, give it, like, a nicer, like, classier vibe. You know what I mean? When, like, Draco's mm-hmm. talking about his, like, you know what I mean? Like, his 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 slightly, you know what I mean, grittier. Like, he just comes from a, he's just cut from a different cloth, right? So it's, like, you have the balance on there. And I mean, that's what I love right now about like the Detroit and LA connection is like, you got beats going back and forth that you would think is like, it's from a LA producer, but it's from a Detroit producer. So like that song, it opens up avenues that even as much as Drake may be boring right now, you might see Drake and like a real, the young OG make like a shit talking song. Like Drake is just riffing like Flint style. Mm. Which would be interesting. That that would be interesting. I'm not gonna lie. I'd like to see if Drake is gonna bite any style and try to be successful with <laughs> it. I want to see. Ideas. Of course, Drake, the only way for Drake to come back is through Detroit, bro. <laughs> Yo, for <laughs> real. You know, it's it's the key to my heart, bro. That's my favorite style of rap right now. But I, it's not it's not for the it's not for the the 
like how much I like it. It's to see how badly it'd be pulled off. Because imagine he tries to talk about scamming like TJ times six or mm-hmm. like anything that fucking Sada Baby talks about. All of a sudden, Drake is blood. Right. And then he does a song with Ice where it's like he's crit. Like, right. I would love to see him just flop around Michigan. Yeah, It'd be funny as hell. Is, I guess, right? Yeah. But, uh, but Yachty's doing it right. Yeah, I really fucking love like this Draco the Ruler album, bro. I, I didn't anticipate it again, as I was saying. And I just love, again, the, the best part about these songs, the strongest part about these songs to me are the choruses. Right. And the, and the theme. He just like, he, he comes in with the, with, with the theme. He's like, uh, we all have guns in the studio. My engineer is scared. And then instead of, rapping, <laughs> instead of rapping about a bunch of dumb shit, and the song is called Engineer is Scared, by the way, which is just on the nose and funny in its own right. way. But the verses, though, though, it constantly references back to this scenario that he's in. It's not, he doesn't like, you know, oh, we have guns in the thing and my, you know, producer's scared. And then he's like, I'm at the club and whatever, blah, 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 like the whole verse. He'll be like, yeah, we have a Glock in, in the studio, and the engineer is fucking up the levels because the Glock went off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's very specific. It, it's I love specificity in, in my rap. Like that's, that's why I kind of like the Drake stuff, even though, again, I compared it to a Wendy's sandwich. But the, Drake, <laughs> the Draco stuff specifically I like because it's just very, again, very it's, – it's broad. He's not like – you know, super specific. He's not like, oh, my girlfriend's name is 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 Nancy, and blah blah blah. I went to this, and this is my dress. It's not like super detailed or anything. It's just like, it's the little details that that get me. Yeah, and I, I mean, just to wrap it up. Um, the other thing is that um, that I was trying to say is like, I like that he takes a different approach to the West Coast style too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it doesn't sound like YG Part Two. Like, if you listen to Draco's like earlier mixtapes. Before he got locked up, it, he sounds like like YG, but with a right. deeper voice. Now it's like he did the bid, and he comes out, he's fucked up from it. He's just whispering like this, like he's just talking, like you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's genuine, and it, and it's fucked up, but it's like it makes some of the best music. Pain paints incredibly, dog. Right now is my album of the year so far, but. We'll, we'll, we'll see where shit goes. And speaking of albums, I asked y'all to, to listen to one of my old favorite records by a group that I feel is very underappreciated. Yes, and that's, that's How You Love That by Big Timers. And I feel like Cash Money, although they do get their respect, do not get enough respect. Like, I think Lil Wayne slowly gets a lot of gets a lot of respect and Birdman too, but with how you love that, like I feel like big timers helped influence a whole lot of what's going on even today. You know what I mean? And Lil Wayne said it on on uh, MTV Cribs of all places, but he was showing off his necklaces, and I remember him saying that he was like, he's like y'all could look it up. It was me who started that bling bling shit. And it was like, really? Like, stop fucking saying that. that. That's corny. And then it it actually was. They had a song, Big Timers, Juvenile, Lil Wayne. They had a song called Bling Bling. And it was like, oh, shit. I wanted to get y'all's perspective on this because I listen to it pretty much every day. When you said they listen to it every day, right? I pretty much hear the music you listen to every day because I hear it in the shower and stuff like that. And I obviously, you're listening to this on your headphones. I, this is not something I expected you to be listening to. It's odd. It's like, um, I, I feel like you're more of a modernist and this is more like old school type of stuff. I didn't think you, I didn't expect you to be into this. Well, I grew up a big fan of Juvenile mm-hmm. and 
I'd always been listening to 400 Degrees. Like, I, you saw it. I have a physical copy of 400 Degrees. Like, that was a gift from my dad when I was a kid. You know what I mean? So, they've always been prevalent in my life. So, yeah. It, it, it's huge to me. But go ahead, Troy. My bad. Honestly, man, when you, you suggested this uh, this album, when I saw the pen and pixel design on the cover, I'm like, this is going to be a treat. <laughs> like, you know, I just love the the look of it, you know, of the, of the album with Birdman on, on the cover. And uh, honestly, like, I never really listened to, to much Birdman because, like, I didn't like how he did Lil Wayne dirty, you know, but like mm-hmm. 10 years after this album has been made. But um, no, I, I actually really enjoyed this. I thought the production aged very well. Um, Lil Wayne sounds... You know, like I can see why Lil Wayne had such a big influence on the culture back in the day. You know, he was just mm-hmm. so funny. You know, the bling bling. Like, <laughs> I love that shit. That was so good. But uh, yeah, I, I, was, I don't know. I liked the, this album. It, it was it was a lot of fun, and it, I think it aged like a fine wine. Like, I I think like this. Like, I could like I can see why you listen to this every day. Like, because it's still like relevant. It still sounds like it's still like like it doesn't sound like dated at all. That's the whole thing. Like Ryan, you hear it, bro. Like. How many times is Millionaire Dream blaring from the bathroom when I, I'm when I'm in the shower? That I like, that I didn't notice, but I was gonna I was gonna say, could I could I play the heel of the podcast for one second and be the be the Joe Budden figure real quick? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this age bad. Joe Budden. I think this age bad. How so? I think all of this bling era shit aged bad, bro. I just like 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 some of the lyrics, man. First of all, I'm gonna fuck like I'm gonna fuck her uh, until she bleeds. You know what I mean? Shit like that. I'm just like that, yeah, that fucking no. throws me off. Especially yeah. when a, a lot of times back mean, in the day, a, <laughs> a lot of times back in the day, what they would do is they'd have a chorus, right? And a lot of times it would be like some weird shit like that. And the chorus would play like four times because they had, they would have four verses. You know what I mean? I guess I'm so used to this like quick like die very rough, almost like type of rap where it's like a song could be a minute long, a song could be two minutes long. You know what I mean? Like again, like ADHD era hip hop. If I see a six-minute song and it has four verses on it, and I know I'm going to hear the same chorus about you know getting money and being at the club, you know four times again, I just like I don't know. It's like a slog, bro. It was a slog to get through this, bro. It took my whole shift. Yeah, you know how I listen to it. I, I put it on shuffle. You know, I I, I like I, I just listen to it. Is like, that the way the to go? And stuff. I mean, it's a way to go, not the way, but it is a way. I mean, um, I mean yeah. It, I mean, there's, there's definitely like a. Um, like, there is, like, it is aged, you know what I mean? Like, it came mm-hmm. out in 98. But what I thought was cool about it was, like, that, for me at least, like, I, I have this one homie, um, shout out Jacques from uh, Baton Rouge. Like, he's always been very, like, aware of just, like, the influence that the South has had on hip-hop and, like, our culture, X, Y, and mm-hmm. Z. And so I thought it was kind of cool to, like, see, like, a record like this that came out in, like, 98, you know what I mean, with, like, Lil Wayne, you know what I mean, on it. Like setting like up a lot of like what we're gonna see setting in the two thousands, yeah, and and also just like the sound of the two thousands, like this this mm-hmm. shit is this shit is like like every single like track on here is produced like almost entirely without any kind of sample. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's all out of like the fucking like they used to like they got these they got different producing software basically and they weren't sampling as much anymore. So that's why like southern shit like sounds a certain way. And mm-hmm. like you can hear it in this record, you know what I mean? Like you can hear how like cuz like like to Ryan's point like it does sound a little weird, but it's like I think what you're hearing is like really old dated like 
you know what I mean, midi packs like <laughs> that they're that yeah. they're using to like to like make their music. You know what I mean? Which was like definitely like a different like you know, different than, like, the 90s sound of, like, the Wu-Tang, like, you know what I mean, chopping up a sample, chopping up, like, you know what I mean, a drum loop, like, nah, they were programming their shit in, you know what I mean, and, like, yep. it, it just gave it, like, an entirely different sound. So, like, for me, like, I looked at it like a history, like, lesson, almost, where I was, like, like, you know, I didn't, like, necessarily, like, fuck with every song, but it was, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, cool to see, like, Wayne and, like, see, like, oh, shit, like, this is, like, where this shit started, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... What I wanted to say real quick was, um, as far as the, the, the lack of samples, like, I, I, I said it in the group chat before, but I don't know if y'all were ever aware that, um, Manny Fresh, like, did not use samples. Like, he refused to use samples, like, at the majority of his career. I didn't know that. He just wouldn't do it. He just, he just would not do it. And Good for him. he, he made such an incredible run and, like, that was pretty much something that was one of the things that I wanted to show this album to you guys. Like one of the reasons why I wanted to show this album to you guys, it's pretty much what Eve said. Like that, that, that was pretty much it to try to show y'all some history that don't, that don't know it. You know what I mean? Or might not know it that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just pass on some other shit because it's like the other day, Gunna put up a video of him listening to Millionaire Dream, and I was like, no fucking way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what these little niggas were listening to, bro. Before they, yeah. like, this is who they were looking up to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, this is, like, this is, this is like some real shit. Like, this is, like, if you ask any of those dudes, like, you know, Gunna, baby, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of these rappers, like, they're going to, they're going to talk about, um, you know, big timers, mm-hmm. like, and that, that whole cash money era. A juvenile fight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I swear, out of Detroit, I swear Vezo said 400 Degrees inspired him to rap. The, that mm-hmm. entire album was the reason that he mm-hmm. raps. He think it's the greatest album in hip-hop history. And it's just like, damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. how well, many yeah, people I mean, has Lil Wayne inspired? Yeah. I mean, literally, like, a whole generation. Like, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Baby, Lil Zan. Lil, yeah, Lil, yeah. Don't say Lil Zan, but, yeah. all, you know, all the Lils. All the Lils. All the Lils. All the Lils. If I could just say something, I think this album is extremely important. It's extremely revolutionary. And as you were saying, I didn't even think about it like that. Where, all, back in the day, you know, Tribe Called Quest, Wu-Tang Clan, uh, DJ Premier, you name it, every producer, right? Exactly, was doing samples. And and they, uh, you know, programmed it with MIDI and all that stuff. And it sounds it sounds a little bit cheap today. I will say. No, it does. It, I mean, it, you're not wrong. You know what I'm but, saying? Like it's, yeah. it's it sounds like ringtone rap almost. It sounds like ringtone rap, and even some of the lyrics, like you know, they age badly, as I was saying, and and even some of the, like the technological lyrics, where they're like, I have a VCR in my uh, whatever. Uh, That's whatever tough. I want a VCR right. on my whip. In my, in my SUV, right? <laughs> but, but here's what I will, here's what I will say. I think that they again they they definitely revolutionized the sound and they brought it in a, in a different direction. And I 100 percent give credit to them for for doing that. You know what I mean? Like like they inspired all these rappers, as you guys said. And it's like Bro, even little even even little Wayne in 1990 yeah 1998. You can hear you know the potential coming through. You can hear like you can hear him like heating up. And Manny Fresh, you can hear the beats, like you know, <laughs> yeah. for, for the whole. I mean, oh. I didn't even know the Bling era was in the was in '98. I thought it started in you know 2004, 2003. Right. But this yep. shit is in the '90s. So this is like the deep cut of that. And shit. and same same yeah. with Master P. It's just like all of these. I understand the importance, and like I don't down it in any sort of way. For my taste, though, 
just listening to it, it's not something I would I would prefer to listen to. That's it. No, I feel that. Like, I mean, I don't I don't listen to this shit on a daily basis either. Yeah, me like, I don't, I don't, I don't like. For me, it's like I like I can fuck with it when I'm vibing. Like, and again, when my southern friends come up, you know what I mean. If I'm in the vibe, like. That's certain what place, I, certain time. That's what I'll throw on. You know what I mean? Like, it's an old I record. I would love to listen to this in the car. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying, too. Like, we got, like, yeah. I, I, I always make that point every podcast. Like, where you listen to an album is, like, mm-hmm. really important. But, yeah. At work, <laughs> on, one head, yeah. On, at work on one headphone. Right, right. right yeah, like, in my crib, like, late at night. Like, this is supposed to be, like, in a car, like, with my niggas. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. Completely like, I can't be playing this in front of the, the, the girls. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, Troy, you should set the tone. Pop the champagne. Pop the champagne. You know, popping a nice VCR. Yeah. Into your SUV and and watch uh, whatever Twin Peaks season. Two or something. <laughs> 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 they're watching in ninety eight. Right. But but, hey, but I got like HBO. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Like like look like like I said, I just wanted to treat it as a history lesson. Ultimately, you know what I'm saying? Because. Mm-hmm. You'll hear other rappers every now and then bring some of these guys up, and you might not know who they are. It's like, how many of y'all heard of BG? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I, I was listen- I knew who BG was because, again, like my parents. But like, you know, even then, like, not so many people were were listening to like Chopper City or like Soldier Rags or anything like that. Like, yeah, that was that was shit that I, that like my parents were cool enough to show me when I was younger, and I got to to sort of see because it was at its end when I could really listen to music. But I got to witness Lil Wayne and appreciate Lil Wayne a little bit better. My whole thing is, I wanted to ask you guys, how do you feel this album? And you like, how does it make the current state of things look to you as sort of like a in hindsight, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it, honestly, like, um, like looking back at this album, like, uh, it, it kind of felt like um, this was like the blueprint of like what today's music is. Because I mean, mm-hmm. let's be real, the Bling era, we're still heavy in the Bling era right now. You know, yeah. like we're it, like everyone's always rapping about what they have, who they're wearing, uh, all that shit. Like, like it, their influence has just influenced music for the last was nineteen ninety eight. It's now twenty twenty one. And we're still like having music about like kind of like bling, you know, like yeah, twenty three years, and they've created like an era. Lil Wayne has created the bling empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that's definitely fair. I mean, it definitely. Oh man, that's 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 honestly a really good point because you know, obviously, Manny Fresh and Baby came together on this album. They got all the cars in the background, and then they got you know Juvenile Wayne on here. And I just feel like all of these artists like branched off into other artists. You know what I mean? It's almost like a, a royalty like lineage or something like that. Like you could see, you know, all the lines going in different directions. You could go from juvenile to Icewear Vezo to this person to that person. Then then it's Wayne. You know, as you said, Uzi, uh, Lil Baby, uh, Young Thug. You know Gunna. what I mean? Uh, Gonna exactly. Each of these artists, uh, Drake. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Each of these well, artists, of course, Drake, who were featured on this album for the most part. Uh, inspired somebody in some sort of way. Even Manny Fresh. I mean, especially Manny Fresh. He's, he inspired fucking everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and it, it's like royalty. As you, as you were saying, it's like an empire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, if you guys were to ever want to dive deeper into the catalog, 
and you look at like the the group that Wayne started in with Juvenile and BG and um and Turk Hot Boys, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. They they were like sort of they set the formula. There's always been groups prior, yeah, but they set the formula pretty much for how groups flow now. You know what I'm saying? It's them and Three Six Mafia. In terms of like being blinged out, being leaned out, being talking about, you know, I'm fucking on your other bitch and your bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fucking your side and your main nigga, like talking that crazy (laughs) type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's, well, yeah, bro. Like, for me, like, what, what I fuck with so much about this, like, Southern shit and like all my Southern OGs and just like all that shit. It's just like, this for me, like, like, my boy Jacques, you know, again, shout out him. Like, he's from the South. He came up to NYU. He's like, y'all Northerners are on some different shit. And it's like, I just appreciated, like, how the South, like, came into hip-hop. It was just like, we they put their own swag on it. You know what I mean? Like, they came, they did their own kind of thing. Um, and it was consistently successful. You know what I mean? Like, up until the, up until, to the point where now it's like the foundation of like all of these, all of our, our our favorite like you know current rappers, you know what I mean? Like this is what oh, they're yeah. looking to, right? So it's like they just completely revolutionized like the entirety of hip hop, like and it's it's like it's like it's never going to like not be influenced by it, you know what I mean? Like this is it, and it's like it's, it's to the point where even like a, a group like Griselda or like a group like you know what I mean, um, uh, or like a nigga like Draco can like like has to like carve out a lane for like their coast sound you know what i mean like Mm. to bring it back so it's like it's just it's just it's so crazy just like to see like that it just all stemmed from like this kind of shit you know what i mean like these like couple of people who who just came in and put their own swag on it like um yeah it's just kind of like mind-blowing for me just like you know yeah I feel like maybe I don't know if it's I don't know if like Southern hip hop is post East Coast West Coast like Big Epoch like post death type of thing because I I know they both you know passed in ninety six and this came 97. out in ninety eight. No, Biggie, oh, Biggie died sorry. in ninety seven and Biggie died ninety seven Pac died died ninety six ninety six okay I'm sorry but yeah, yeah. um I, I don't know if the Southern sound was was before um was before that you know what I mean because I remember the conversation was always East Coast versus West Coast right right you know what I mean Wu Tang versus like Dr Dre and and Biggie versus Tupac, and that was always the conversation. I didn't back then, and in, in that in that sphere, I don't remember the South being a big thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I think right a, right after that era, I think is when the South really yeah like, they, rose no, up. Yeah, two uh, thousands like there's a vacuum at that point in time. You know what I mean? Like the South when like, they were reaching the peak, they maybe, were doing they were, right. They were definitely doing shit. Like you know what I mean? Like especially like niggas were always doing shit, but it's like. I feel like in terms of like what consumers like started to like and what radio started to play, like, like that came year. in like the two thousands. You know what I mean? Like the mm. with with like the hits that would, would pop off from out of there. Um, yo, so <laughs> um, and Outcast, we can't not uh, talk about uh, Outcast. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> exactly. Th- all right, let me say this: Outcast came, AT Aliens came out in ninety six, bro. Yeah, that's what AT I'm saying. Aliens was huge. So how are you gonna say the South had no sound back then? Like that's it was huge. I'm not, I'm not talking. That, to, I'm not talking. I'm not talking to you, Ron. I'm saying to Eve. Like that they didn't get oh. friend, the, the South has always been. They've been re- relevant since before. UGK had Riding Dirty and 
the two other albums before it that were huge, and that was in the like mid to and early nineties. Yeah, no you know facts. what I mean. Eight Ball and MJG were huge in the in the early nineties. Three Six Mafia was huge from ninety three to like yeah, two thousand something. No, no facts. I, I'm just talking about like in terms of just like dominating radio. Like yeah, that, there's no like, movies about Three Six Mafia, but there's like multiple movies about being. And, and also, like, at least for me, for like East Coast niggas, like like for me, like. Up here, like, I had to get educated on, like, what was happening down there. Because, right. like, I, I was always listening to, like, Jay-Z. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, like, Philly rappers. Like, that was all I, like, mm. I was listening to. And, like, Beanie Siegel, you know what I mean? Like, he was, like, you know, Pac and, like, Biggie. Like, that, for me, growing up up here, was all that I heard. So, like, I understand, like, that, you know, it was... It, I'm not saying it wasn't popping in the South. I'm not trying to say it wasn't popping in the South. I'm just trying to say, like... In terms of like mainstream, like everybody, like radio and like hits yeah. and all that shit, you know what I mean? I feel like that came like more. Like I'm not saying again. I'm not saying it wasn't happening in the '90s. I'm just saying they dominated the 2000s. Yeah, they still dominated now. They still dominated now. Yeah, that's, like, that's the that's the crazy part. It's like Lil John bled into like the next thing, bled into the next thing, and it's just yep. like they never really went away. They never really went away. And it's like, even New York copied the Texas sound. Yeah, you know bro. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I just... To the point like, where we're still having verses with, like, we can still have a verses with Jeezy and Gucci, and it brings out, like, fucking however many thousands of people to watch. Like, it's it's still it's still relevant. Like, it's, it's never yeah. going away. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what's funny, because it's like, I can go, like, 10, 10 years from ago, like, to think that, like... <laughs> That Gucci Mane and Jeezy are going to be in the same room going at in the it. same room in the same, the same room. room. <laughs> and, then I, and then on top of that, and then on top of that, I'm, I'm going to be in a group chat with my extremely Caucasian best friend Ryan and and fucking and, T, and Troy and you Eve and we talking about like Gucci Mane versus Jeezy and like we all brushed up on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like regular news now. <laughs> yeah, it's like regular news now. Yeah, I think that's the point I was trying to make. It's just like the, I think the the South really like took over the mainstream uh, after you know symbolically, you know, sadly, but symbolically after the death of of Pac and, and Biggie. You know what I mean? And it was it's even referenced on the album, and it says it's a isn't there a song that's something something and Pac and something in Biggie or something like that? Yeah, on this album. So yeah. it's just like I feel like after they passed, like like there was a, a fucking void. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, there was a real void and that that needed to be filled, and and there was this bubbling like you know down south, you know that's a lot of people who live down south, Texas, Florida, Mississippi, whatever, Alabama, all these places. So the music was popping and and they were making money and you know radio as far as like it's almost like country music where like you don't you might not hear country music on Z one hundred or something right, but country music is fucking huge regardless yeah. of what you think right. So yeah. so back back then the south was like. It was such a big force, but it wasn't really like almost like an quote unquote like influential force just yet. It took a little. It took a little while. There was all these oh, incredible yeah. talents like Three Six Mafia, UGK, even Ghetto Boys from Texas. Yeah, I was about to say Ghetto I mean? Boys. Yeah. yeah, like like who were who were amazing and who were making a, and, and outcasts who were making like an incredible sound. Yeah, but uh, it was right. big in the South, which was a big population. But it didn't. It took a little bit of time to finally get up to the States, then, you know, then the coast, then the, you know, fucking snobby coastal elites started paying attention like us. Yeah. And I'm going to say this real quick. <laughs> the coastal elites. The coastal fucking elites. <laughs> I'm going to say this real quick. Motherfucking, 
uh, Ghetto Boys was the and Outcast are the two exceptions to that because Ghetto Boys inspired a lot of what the sound in Cali is, which is mm-hmm. why Ice Cube went back and forth with Scarface a lot on features, and Pac did a song with Scarface. Yeah. So yeah, that, I'm, also, that, I'm, I'm also white and, and I'm tired, so I'm getting a lot of my facts wrong. Yeah, no, I mean yeah. no, it's it's just like like no, I feel your point though. It's like when you start to really like we we. This, we all know what we're talking about right now. Like, there's a there's a very specific point in the 2000s when, like, mm-hmm. like literally all you were going to hear on the radio was niggas from like the south. Like that was it, Atlanta. You know what I mean? And, like it, Atlanta runs hip hop now. Atlanta. You know what Orleans, I mean? Like Outkast had the whole fucking speech at the Grammys, bro. The South got something to show y'all. Like it's been. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's been like it's just. It, I I had to get schooled on it when I was at NYU, and my, my homie from the south had to like really sh- teach me about some of this shit because like it's also not like like kind of like to Ryan's point like it's not very like attractive in the sense of like like some of the lyrics and shit it just be like it's just some real nigga shit bro like sometimes like and these dudes like some a lot of these dudes bro are like fucking pimps you know what I mean and like are out here like mm-hmm. doing real ass shit and it's like that yeah, I think not, that's not real ass shit nigga that's fucked up bro. I mean look look I'm just saying like that <laughs> that lifestyle like is not palatable you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. so it so I think that's also some of the reason why like like it's not really given it's like fair do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's like it's looked down upon like but in that time and like for what they were doing like that was what they were that was just what they were doing and like oh, if yeah. you ask any of those rappers like they're not going to think anything of it like you know what i mean it's just gonna be like yeah that was what like we had to like <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it was it was just a really different time and i think that's part of the reason why it, it's it's not seen as like what it is you know and Eve, let me hold you to that real quick, because that's that's a perfect segue into what I wanted to wrap it up with. Is overall, as is our standard format, what would you grade this album in terms of yes, both the sound and influence? You know what I mean? Like, what would you grade it? I mean, bro, it's like I mean, it's a classic, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like it can't, it doesn't really get a grade, like. I, it's almost disrespectful. <laughs> bro, you gotta, sometimes you got to be out of pocket, bro. <laughs> I mean, look, like Wayne, like is insane. Juvenile is insane. Um, a lot of these beats, like they're older for me, but like I still fuck with Playboy. I still fuck with Millionaire Dream. You know what I mean? Like I could still fuck with like. Um, like balling, I think I had like saved on here. So like, it's hard for me to like get in like the vibe of like, yeah, I'm a bump this all the time. But I'd still give it like, I would still give it an A. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like a fraud giving it an A because like I don't fuck with like I like I'm not in '98, bro, and I'm not like in my whip right now. So I wasn't like you know what I mean, like really like feeling it. But like, I still really like appreciated it like you know what i mean it's crazy i feel literally the exact same way because i would give it like an a or an a plus on influence and on importance and like on like what it did for hip-hop and like again it moved moved rightly and and it's a good thing that it moved away from sampling because sampling is is like limited and it's focused on the past so a plus for for all that uh just for my listening on my one headphone at at work uh (laughs) 
like a C just based on the content. You know right. I mean? Just based on like, like there are a lot of bangers, but it gets flooded out by a lot of the skits and a lot of the songs I don't like that much. And mm-hmm. you know what I also, mean? The length. Yeah. It is an hour and 10 minutes. It's almost as long as like a movie. I mean, I wish like, I wish I could listen to it like with like some homies, like smoking a blunt, like, in we we could do that. We could do that on Friday, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I could do yeah. that for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think that's like what I need to do. Like I think I need to like play this like in the background while I'm playing modern uh, like Warzone 2. Like this is like you got it. That's what I'm saying, bro. You got it. Like you got it. Like this is like again, like albums are situational. Like everyone, anyone who's gonna listen to this is gonna know that by the by the time they're done. But it's like albums are situational. Like, I you, you can't always like give it the best listen where you're at. You know what I mean? Right. And that's that's what's got me interested for Troy's too, because Troy, you actually had a lot more good to say than anybody else that wasn't me. And it's uh, it's honestly, I love it. I love it. It just shook me to my core. So, what would you grade the album overall? Like your whole experience with it, everything. Oh, um, you're, you're probably not gonna agree with me, but I I, I think it's like a B. Uh, if I'm being honest, um, I think like, mm. of course, like influence. Uh, yes. Like that's there. Damn. Um, yeah. the ingenuity, uh, the new, like able to actually design and create production, you know, like that's incredible. But to be honest, uh, I wouldn't really put this like, on like a, like a playlist I'm listening to now. Um, I'm just not a, like, I, I love like, like the song, like at the time it probably was like revolutionary. But uh, you know, Nick. Now, like, I feel like uh, you know, it just it kind of is like uh, like an album that came out like the other day. You know what I mean? Where like uh, it just was so it's so good. It's able to stay. It's maintained. It's like B level. But for me, like, I just wouldn't put this on like uh, yeah, like a party playlist or like be like, yo, look, let me put you on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it definitely is real good though. Hey, yo, can I take back one part I said? I just like paused it for a second and listened through like the beats, a couple of the beats for like the one. For like the songs that I had starred, like bro, like some of these really hold up though. Like you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, that's... money and power, bro. I was just mm. listening to that money and power. Mm. Like, see what's get what's what's getting me right now is like I'm thinking about like I I listen to this one group, Devilish Trio. I like I tell you about them all the time. But like you know, I love that. Like I love how. Like a lot of these rappers are like in bringing that southern kind of like sound like back into their music, you know what I mean? And it's like money and power is just like holy shit, like that's like an original, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it almost like will send chills down my spine. So I will say like I I I I think if like I think it's more like the length for me too. It's like eighteen songs, like and it's an hour long, you know what I mean? So it's like it's kind of hard to like to like like appreciate like all the songs i like you know what i mean because it feels like it's such a long album but i feel like maybe if i like if i had like like 10 songs you know what i mean on this shit like or like chose my my top 10 like i could appreciate the the sonic quality of it more if that makes sense well based on the fact that there's no sampling like something like beautiful and something like ballin especially yeah i i would have assumed those were samples because they sound like old soul music but right if, if you're saying they made it from the ground up that's impressive and and to me like those songs to me hold up the most because they're like very, you know, I feel like soul is definitely like a infinite universal, like past, present, future type of thing. And, um, you know, I feel like those embody that and not, not to go off topic, but I wanted to also mention that Bruno Mars song and how it's, I don't, I fucking don't like that song. 
I just wanted to say that. <laughs> really? I just, why do I just like that song? It, you know, you know <laughs> Soul is is uh, again past, present, and future. And they the on this on this album they took soul music and they made it their own. Fucking yeah. Bruno Mars and and Anderson Pack. Why do they have to make a song that sounds like it's from the Starsky and Hutch? Oh, oh, that bullshit, man, <laughs> man, that fucking bullshit ass, man. We called that shit, bro. We 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 definitely called that in that in the Lost episode. We were like, it's gonna yes. be cosplay, bro. Yes, you said that. I'm pretty sure you said it in the group <laughs> chat. And then two days later, it's on Pitchfork's main page. I feel like I feel like maybe the maybe the mouse was working for them. It's our FBI yes. agent. Our FBI agent fucking betrayed us this time, but it's but okay. we we ended yep. him. <laughs> Pitchfork, we're on your ass, bro. You just got squashed. Yeah, we found that. Yeah, yeah. like a pancake, else, bitch. Free under hell. under a glove, bro. <laughs> so, so why do you guys um, like not like it? Like besides, like you know, cosplay seventies. Like, what exactly does that mean? Um. Okay. So, like, I'll this like okay, not to be like that guy. But like, I, 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 but like, I, I, I listened to like um, songs in the, in the key of life, right? Like, like that's mm-hmm. a great fucking album. And it, for me, it's like, like I don't know, dude. It just feels like they're really trying to like do that. And it's like, like Stevie Wonder wasn't trying to do that when he was making songs in the key of life. You know what I mean? So like, why not just like, why, I don't know, like. Why not make like Anderson Pac already makes like really good soul music. So like why not just like stick with that, you know what I mean? And like have Bruno Mars come in instead of like changing the entire sound and production of like your 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 music to like it sounds like it should be on like the troll soundtrack or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I literally think if they made Starsky and Hutch too, this would be this would be like on the soundtrack and then there'd be a whole bunch of other shit that sounds like this. It's yeah. just like it really is cosplay. It really is like I don't know, like the fucking Delphonics are great, right? And again, the Delphonics weren't trying to be a big goofy ass motherfucker with glasses and, and rhinestones on the glasses and right, right, oh, baby, right, I'm right. Lay rose petals down, you know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Like like bands <laughs> like um like the I forgot the Izzy Brothers, like shit like that, like right. like they're like they're influential in their in the way that they make these songs and everybody sample them because their music is fucking awesome. The Isaacs were players, bro. They were they were players. They were OGs. They were the Mars and Anderson Yeah, Yeah, bro. Look at the Isaac brothers, man. They came came out looking like they was trying to get some bitches, bro. Yo, I feel I feel feel so proud right now. My boy my my little brother talking about the Isley brothers, man. I remember showing his the the Isley brothers. He was like, damn, this is great. He been on, man. He's he's a sponge, bro. I love it, man. That's great. Look at you, man, taking in the culture. Good for you, devil. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said devil. Man, come on. Shout, shout out to the Gap Band too. They don't make this kind of music. Fucking, no, they don't. Shout out to the Gap Band. I'm just gonna just gonna flex a little bit. Dude, but, yeah, uh, but um, yeah, it's cosplay. Troy, what do you what do you like about this shit, bro? We're, we're, we got to end the episode soon. We're getting a little bit over time, but Troy, that's true. Yeah. What, what do you like about this shit? You tell me. I thought thought it was okay, you know? Like, um, honestly, I thought, like, oh, these two, like, they they just sound really good, like, with, like, singing together, like, on a duet. Like, it didn't sound, like, for me, I thought it would be, like, um, I don't know, like, you know how, like, Quavo and Travis Scott made that one project? Huncho Jack. Jack Jack Huncho. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, I felt like that wasn't really, like, authentic, but, like, um, I, I kind of thought that, uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack were, like, a little more authentic than that. Like, at least, like, 
the, like when they sang together, it gets sounded it sounded good, you know. Like it did kind of sound like a seventies cosplay uh, so, like song. But hey, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Some people like that, you know. Like some people want to. People don't want to listen to like a new sound. They want to just hear the same shit. I mean, Dua Lipa just so heavily leaned on the seventies eighties sound, you know, on her album and barely changed it up. So yeah. I, I kind of get, exactly. get what you're saying and the appeal a little bit. You know. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, sure, they're not like reinventing the wheel, but it's just like we don't like. I don't. I didn't expect them to do that. You know what I mean? I expected something smooth, something nice. I can just play in the background. You know, like I didn't. I wasn't expecting like, you know, like the next like big like R and B single to come out of the uh those two. But uh, I, I that's a fair ass point, bro. And like, you know what? I respect the fuck out of that point because, like, honestly. Why the fuck do, am I expecting anything out of Bruno Mars right now? <laughs> like, <you're> right. <laughs> yeah, after you, after you guys were, uh, you know, I don't want to say it. After you guys were dick riding him about the Super Bowl, I expected all. Bro, you guys he had a good Super Bowl. He had a good Super Bowl. No, no, what the fuck was that, bro? He had a great Super Bowl performance. Yeah, Cat but that also was 2015. I'm talking about 2021. Mid. Like, <laughs> he's mid. okay now. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be like the best song ever, but I do. But I'm still kind of excited for the project. If they are able to do like a collaboration like album and they're able to keep that style, there's definitely has to be at least like one good song on that album. No, <laughs> no there's not. It's the crumb, it's the, a it'll, little sliver. It'll, of it'll good like content. it'll be good, like in the sense of like it'll be very well produced. It'll be very like fucking mm-hmm. like you know like if you're a musician and you like there's gonna be some great licks in there for you. You know what I mean? But it's mm-hmm. like I, I'm not I'm not saying like it's it it's it lacks the X factor. You know what I mean? Which is like, yes. Which is like, I think what makes an album like last and connect with people. But who knows? Like, this might be the best fucking like I don't know like Good Morning America album. Like, and people just love it. You know what I mean? Like, Good Morning out, America. You know what it is? It's music you can you can play in front of your mom. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's mom rock. It's yeah. mom it's a little rock. bit too, yeah. a little too seductive for that. I don't know about that, but you know what I mean. It's fucking lame. Uh, maybe your mom's a thotty. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you're trying to seduce somebody maybe you're trying to seduce somebody's mom you know what I'm saying oh my god we gotta cut that part out <laughs> we, gotta... Bro, we don't need any Mrs. Robinson type of shit in here oh man alright all right. So we, we can yeah. pretty much end the episode I just wanted to ask just one general question we don't have to go too much longer on this just like a quick quick answer fucking lightning yep. round type shit right yep uh what what's been in your headphones like twenty four seven? Like Spotify keeps throwing it at you, and you keep fucking listening to it. Because for me, it's the Genesis Wasu album, the Smiling with No Teeth, fucking amazing album. That that shit is crazy. He's like he's a he's a rapper, he's a rock star, he's a poet. He's like makes quiet music, makes fun music, makes pop, makes like very like hard hitting, almost like Raging Against the Machine style, like uh, fucking like revolutionary, like you know activist kind of rock. Nice. So that shit's awesome. Nice. Uh, and shout out to his label for letting us use his music, because you know it's fucking awesome. And nice. and the other thing I've been listening to a lot, fucking Earth Eater, Phoenix. Mm, yeah, my Bay. Yes, go off, go off about Bay. She's she's a baddie. <laughs> yeah, Earth Eater, Earth Eater. You know, if you're listening to this, um, I think you make really good music, and I think you're just. Uh, a talent to this world, ultimately. Um, this shit is crazy, bro. It's like it, it's like it's like Sophie style, like bomb bombed out like soundscapes, and then just like acoustic guitar ballads. You yeah, like how to fight like 
Bro, how Edifying, do dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like this. It's it's like it's like if you took me back to like twenty, like the twenty tens, like the time when like the neighborhood Arctic mm-hmm. Monkeys and everybody were releasing music, like and like like the indie rock scene of then that was just like super dark, like super just like I don't know, depressing. Um, throws me back to that era. You know what I mean? Um, oh hell yeah! Yep. And 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 I I miss like that vibe, like, the the super just, like, I don't know, experimental production, like, FKA Twigs kind of reminds me of, like, some of, like, the style, but, like, mm-hmm. she she's, like, a little bit more R&B. Um, yeah, a little bit more poppier. Art Theater is, like, very, like, again, like, Sophie or, like, Arca, where yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this shit is not going to be pop, you know yeah, what I mean? It's gonna, yeah. it, people are going to like it, it's going to have a cult fan base, but ultimately it's very edgy, which I like. Yeah, 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 oh my god, yeah. I like this album a lot. The but, yeah, and the Phoenix um, La, La Petite More Edition too is like it's just really good. Uh, like I guess like follow up to this. Um, yeah, I gotta check that out. But um, what else have you been listening to besides our theater? Uh, um, so yeah, I li- listen to only the family. Um, Little Dirk is a cop album with basically um, you know like everyone you can think of. Uh, we got Vaughn, we got Buka, we got. Um, who else? We got Dirk, T. Grizzly. We got um, Chief Keef is on here. Uzi's on here. I'm going to, like, Little Mexico. Like, I'm, I'm going to miss people, obviously. But it's a 23-song, like, cop album. And it's just really, it's just really, it goes hard. Um, I'm not, like, I, I've wanted to get more into the drill scene, too. So, like, some of these names I'm definitely going to, are definitely just, like, new to me, which, like, I'm really appreciating. Um, but, like, literally, like, I was listening to this one night, and just every night, like, I mean, every song, like, back to back to back was just hitting, so highly suggest this for anyone who's, like, trying to listen to some drill. Mm. Yo, Sosa's not on the album. That's Chief Whoop. Did I miss that? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. Ryan, you've been you've been bumming this album a lot of Nah, we gotta cut that out. We gotta... You, when I say <laughs> Start Sosa, over. <laughs> when I say Sosa, like, fuck. All right, whatever. Yo, so Ryan, you've been also, you know, listening to this album a lot. I see it in the group chat a whole bunch. And obviously from, from episode two, you know, it's canon at this point that you and Eve were a little Dirk stands. So what did you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that A, Lil Dirk isn't as prevalent on this album as, as y- y'all might remember. Mm-hmm. And B, that even though he, even though, even though he wasn't, even though he wasn't, name is on he, the still, won. he I mean, still won. He still won. Yeah. Because the thing that I love about Lil Durk and all this, these other Chicago rappers is they put their crew on always. Yes. That they're, they're loyal to the soil, bro. They go, they go for it. You know what I mean? And this time, a lot of these young guns sound different from like a C Day, an E Day, Rondo number nine, Capo, God rest his soul. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? They sound different. They're not entirely leaned out. They, right. They're trying different things. You know what I mean? DQ is another one that's not on the tape, but he just put out a single that I've been listening to heavy. Um, hold on one sec. I got to get it. Uh, it's called Off the Rip. It's called Off the Rip. It's it's, it's amazing. It's it's only two minutes long, but it's, it's so hard hitting that it's just like, damn. You know what I mean? It's like if somebody recorded Tim Stomping, but fucking just that album is is so true to itself that I, I really appreciate. I know that's why Eve loves it too. And it's one of the reasons why Eve loves it too. And the other thing, the other, the other album I've been listening to a lot, which we spoke about briefly or not briefly, like in depth before was the Draco, the ruler album. But 
Draco also put out another project with mm. uh with um with uh what what is his name? I know I'm gonna mess it up because I'm a fool, but uh it's not another it's not another album, it's another single. It's called Pick and Roll. My bad, I messed that up. It's called Pick and Roll with uh with Snapdog, and Snapdog is on the album. And his song with Snapdog is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And the single is amazing. The single is fucking incredible. And I think Draco right now is one of the, the rappers you need to watch like heavily because there's something brewing. And I'm just so happy and appreciative to be in this phase that we're in right now to see like a bunch of young guns just just go crazy with it out of nowhere. Even people that you thought would be set back. Um, that just makes me excited for everybody else, like Bobby, Rowdy, O3 Greedo when he gets out of jail. A lot of these dudes are gonna come out with crazy shit. Honestly, I can't wait. So that that's that's pretty much been like my whole week is just excitement from the Draco album and like fake dread banging to the OTF album. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really been it. <laughs> all right, all right, Troy, uh, cap us off. What have you been listening to? Uh, you know what I've been listening to? I've been listening to, uh, the new Arlo Parks album, uh, Collapse and Sunbeams, uh, Sunbeams, um, yeah, honestly, I think it's like, it's a, it's a okay, it's a solid debut project, um, it definitely, it sounds like something that, like, would be perfect for, like, the Pollen playlist on Spotify, uh-huh. you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the g- genreless like, type of stuff, like, you know, like, it's nice, like, easy listening, you know, nothing, like, too, too crazy. Uh, I've listened to that. I've been listening a lot to, um, what is it? Uh, I listened to a little bit of the St. Vincent song, uh, Pay Your Way in Pain. Um, I wasn't really, like, too impressed by it. Um, yeah, cause I'm, I was, I'm a big St. Vincent fan. I've seen her, like, live a bunch of times. Um, I didn't like the shit. Yeah, it's nothing off, of, like, I was expecting something, like, to be, like, more grander, like, like something off of, like, Miseducation, you right. know, because I thought, like, her, like, sound in that was just a lot more powerful than on on this one mm-hmm. um yeah that and then i listened to like the new track uh, by uh this person like named no rome uh featuring charlie xcx in the 1975 great um, song yeah the spinning um yeah it's pretty good it, it's, it's pretty um, fucking good yeah it's so good yeah it's, it's like super fun the charlie sounds great on it the 1975 mm-hmm. sound really good on it like you know it's a real good uh collaboration and um Let's see. And that's pretty much all I've been listening to. That and the, and the new Drake stuff, just because, like, I just wanted to, like, really just kind of, like, you know, I'm just a big Drake fan. I just wanted to immerse myself into his songs, even though, like, yeah, anytime Drake listen- drops, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you're going to listen to it. Even if you, even if you hate it, you're probably going to end up listening to it. No, exactly. Eve says, I beg to differ. Eve says, I definitely beg to differ. <laughs> but, did Eve, <laughs> Eve, did you listen to all three songs? Um, the Drake thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> Drake, Drake is the culture. Like, let's let's be, we gotta put some respect to his name. I mean, look, I'm not like. Listen, man. When when Drake drops, it's gonna be another day for me. It's gonna be another. It's gonna day. be a day that you're gonna listen to that. It's album, gonna be though. another day where I'm, you know, listening to music. I'm not gonna be super excited for it, honestly. I, I mean, look, bro. Like, I, I I'm gonna be more excited to see what other people are thinking of it because like i know how i feel about drake you know what i mean i don't, I don't think this album is going to change it for me yeah fair all right well that was the that was the sixth or 
what are we? Is this the sixth episode? I don't even fucking know. But yeah, this was the deluxe, deluxe edition. Both of us at the same time, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're listening to the anti the anti podcast deluxe. Yeah. Twenty eight songs, five hours of content. so yeah i'm tired that was a long ass episode that was our best episode and you know what that's it guys i'm gonna just end it here maybe put a song and maybe you'll be lazy and just just hard cut it who knows